Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the Bible every year, following the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Thursday, the 2nd of February, and on the Hebrew calendar it is the 11th of Shvat. This week, our parasha, that is our portion from the Torah, is called Beshalach, which means when he went out. Our first passage to read today is going to be from the Torah, Exodus 15, 27 through 16, 10. Before we start our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. They came to Elim, where there were twelve springs of water and seventy palm trees, and they camped there by the waters. They took their journey from Elim, and all the congregation of the sons of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai. On the fifteenth day of the second month, after their departing out of the land of Egypt, the whole congregation of the sons of Israel grumbled against Moshe and against Aaron in the wilderness. And the sons of Israel said to them, We wish that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the meat pots, when we ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day, that I may test them whether they will walk in my Torah or not. It shall come to pass on the sixth day that they shall prepare that which they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. Moshe and Aaron said to all the sons of Israel, At evening you shall know that the Lord has brought you out from the land of Egypt. In the morning you will see the glory of the Lord, because he hears your grumblings against the Lord. What are we that you should grumble against us? Moshe said, Now the Lord will give you meat to eat in the evening, and in the morning bread to satisfy you, because the Lord hears your grumblings which you grumble against him. And who are we? Your grumblings are not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moshe said to Aaron, Tell all the congregation of the sons of Israel, Come close to the Lord, for he has heard your grumblings. As Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the sons of Israel, they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. That was Exodus 15.27-16.10. through 16, 10. And now our portion from the prophets will be 1 Kings 20. Now Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, 
gathered all his army together, and there were thirty-two kings with him, with horses and chariots. And he went up and besieged Samaria and fought against it. And he sent messengers to Ahav, king of Israel, into the city and said to him, Ben-Hadad says, Your silver and your gold is mine, your wives also, and your children, even the best, are mine. And the king of Israel answered and said, It is according to your word, my lord, O king. I am yours and all that I have. The messengers came again and said, Ben-Hadad says, I sent indeed to you, saying, You shall deliver me your silver and your gold and your wives and your children. But I will send my servant to you tomorrow about this time, and they will search your house and the houses of your servant. Whatever is pleasant in your eyes, they will put it in their hand and take it away. Then the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said, Please notice how this man seeks mischief, for he sent to me for my wives, my sons, and my silver and my gold, and I did not deny him. All the elders and all the people said to him, Do not listen, and do not consent. Therefore he said to the messengers of Ben-Hadad, Tell my lord the king, All that you sent for to your servant, at the first I will do, but this thing I cannot do. The messengers departed and brought him back the message. Ben-Hadad sent to him and said, The gods do so to me, and more also, if the dust of Samaria will be enough for handfuls for all the people who follow me. And the king of Israel answered and said, Tell him, Do not let him who puts on his armor boast like he who takes it off. And it came to pass, when Ben-Hadad heard this message, as he was drinking, he and the kings in the booths, that he said to his servants, Prepare for attack. And they prepared to attack the city. Behold, a prophet came near to Ahav, king of Israel, and said, The Lord says, Have you seen all this great multitude? Behold, I will deliver it into your hand today. Then you will know that I am the Lord. And Ahav said, By whom? So he said, This is what the Lord says, By the young men of the princes of the provinces. Then he said, Who shall begin the battle? And he answered, You. Then he mustered the young men of the princes of the provinces, and they were two hundred and thirty-two. After them he mustered all the people, all the sons of Israel, being seven thousand. And they went out at noon. But Ben-Hadad was drinking himself drunk in the booths, he and the kings, the thirty-two kings who helped him. The young men of the princes of the provinces went out first, and Ben-Hadad sent out, and they told him, saying, Men are coming out from Samaria. He said, If they have come out for peace, take them alive, or if they have come out for war, take them alive. 
So these young men of the princes of the provinces went out of the city with the army which followed them. They each killed his man. The Syrians fled, and Israel pursued them. And Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, escaped on a horse with horsemen. The king of Israel went out and struck the horses and chariots and killed the Syrians with a great slaughter. The prophets came near to the king of Israel and said to him, Go, strengthen yourself and mark and see what you do, for at the return of the year the king of Syria will come up against you. The servants of the king of Syria said to him, Their God is a God of the hills, therefore they were stronger than we. But let's fight against them in the plain, and surely we will be stronger than they. Do this thing. Take the kings away, every man out of his place, and put captains in their place, and muster an army, like the army that you have lost, horse for horse and chariot for chariot. Then we will fight against them in the plain, and surely we will be stronger than they are. And he listened to their voice and did so. And it came to pass at the return of the year that Ben-Hadad mustered the Syrians and went up to Aphek to fight against Israel. The sons of Israel were mustered and given provisions and went against them. The sons of Israel camped before them like two little flocks of young goats, but the Syrians filled the country. A man of God came near and spoke to the king of Israel and said, This is what the Lord says, because the Syrians have said, The Lord is God of the hills, but he is not God of the valleys. Therefore I will deliver all this great multitude into your hand, and you shall know that I am the Lord. They camped opposite each other for seven days. So it was that on the seventh day the battle was joined, and the sons of Israel killed one hundred thousand footmen of the Syrians in one day. But the rest fled to Aphek, into the city, and the wall fell on twenty-seven thousand men who were left. Ben-Hadad fled and came into the city, into an inner room. His servant said to him, See now, we have heard that the kings of the house of Israel are merciful kings. Please, let us put sackcloth on our bodies and ropes on our heads and go out to the king of Israel. Maybe he will save your life. So they put sackcloth on their bodies and ropes on their heads and came to the king of Israel and said, Your servant Ben-Hadad says, Please let me live. And he said, Is he still alive? He is my brother. Now the men observed diligently for a sign, and they quickly took it up from him and said, Your brother Ben-Hadad. Then he said, Go, bring him. Then Ben-Hadad came out to him, and he caused him to come up into the chariot. Ben-Hadad said to him, The cities which my father took from your father I will restore. You shall make streets for yourself in Damascus, as my father made in Samaria. And Ahav said, I will let you go with this covenant. 
So he made a covenant with him and let him go. And a certain man of the sons of the prophets said to his fellow by the word of the Lord, Please strike me. But the man refused to strike him. Then he said to him, Because you have not obeyed the voice of the Lord, behold, as soon as you have departed from me, a lion will kill you. As soon as he had departed from him, a lion found him and killed him. Then he found another man and said, Please strike me. And the man struck him and wounded him. So the prophet departed and waited for the king by the way and disguised himself with a headband over his eyes. And as the king passed by, he cried to the king and said, Your servant went out into the middle of battle. And behold, a man came over and brought a man to me and said, Guard this man. If by any means he is missing, then your life shall be for his life, or else you shall pay a talent of silver. And as your servant was busy here and there, he was gone. The king of Israel said to him, So shall your judgment be. You yourself have decided it. He hurried and took the headband away from his eyes, and the king of Israel recognized that he was one of the prophets. He said to him, This is what the Lord says, because you have let go out of your hand the man whom I had devoted to destruction. Therefore your life will take the place of his life, and your people take the place of his people." And the king of Israel went to his house, sullen and angry, and came to Samaria. That was First Kings, or Melachim Aleph, chapter 20. Our portion today from the writings is Psalm 119, and today is going to be verses 97 through 120. How I love your Torah! It is my study all day long, your mitzvot make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my study. I understand more than the aged, because I have kept your precepts. I have kept my feet from every evil way, that I might observe your word. I have not turned away from your ordinances, for you have taught me. How sweet are your promises to my taste, more than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding. Therefore I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet, and a light for my path. I have sworn and have confirmed it, that I will obey your righteous ordinances." I am afflicted very much. Revive me, Lord, according to your word. Accept, I beg you, the willing offerings of my mouth, Lord, and teach me your ordinances. My soul is continually in my hand, yet I will not forget your Torah. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I have not gone away from your precepts. I have taken your testimonies as a heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. I have set my heart to perform your statutes forever. 
even to the end. I hate double-minded men, but I love your Torah. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Depart from me, you evildoers, that I may keep the mitzvot of my God. Uphold me according to your word, that I may live. Let me not be ashamed of my hope. Hold me up, and I will be safe, and I will have respect for your statutes continually. You reject all those who stray from your statutes, for their deceit is in vain. You put away all the wicked of the earth like dross. Therefore I love your testimonies. My flesh trembles for fear of you, and I am afraid of your judgments. That was Psalm or Tehilim 119, 97 through 120. Our portion today from the Apostles is John 4, 1 through 30. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Yeshua was making and immersing more disciples than Yohanan, although Yeshua himself did not immerse, but his disciples, he left Judea and departed into Galil. But he needed to pass through Samaria. So he came to a city of Samaria called Sikar, near the parcel of ground that Yaakov gave to his son Yosef. Now Yaakov's well was there. Yeshua, therefore, being tired from his journey, sat down by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Yeshua said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Therefore the Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, asks for a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Yeshua answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. So where did you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Yaakov, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his children and his livestock? Yeshua answered and said to her, Everyone who thirsts of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never thirst again. But the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I do not get thirsty, neither come all the way here to draw. Yeshua said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Yeshua said to her, You have said, Well, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and he whom you now have is not your husband. This you have said truly. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. 
Yeshua said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour comes when neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship that which you do not know. We worship that which we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour comes, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father seeks such to be his worshipers. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah comes, he who is called Messiah. When he has come, he will declare to us all things. Yeshua said to her, I am he, the one who speaks to you. And at this his disciples came, and they marveled that he was speaking with a woman, yet no one said, What are you looking for, or why do you speak with her? So the woman left her water pot, went away into the city, and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything that I did. Can this be the Messiah? They went out of the city and were coming to him. That was John, or Yohanan, 4, 1 through 30. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 1 Thessalonians 4 today also. That concludes this episode. I pray that your day is going well and that you will continue to go in the strength of the Lord and in His presence. I am Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from the mountains of Judah here in Israel. Until next time.